I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hey guys, how's it going? We are going to introduce ourselves this week. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, the podcast. We have a special guest with us. Uh, my name is Sophie at Bingo Daddy. Okay, and my name is Ev at No Money No Honey. And this is Evan, baby. I am at McDonald Tweets on Twitter, and I am one of the beautiful co-hosts of Kino Lefter, a socialist movie podcast, and I'm glad to be here. Yay. Amazing. Yeah. Don't lie to the nice listeners. I fucking hate this. I'm being held captive. I'm only here because the dog is cute. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're all recording live in the same place. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah. Evan is sitting in my living room. Now one of four, four people I'm not related to who've ever been in the apartment. Wow. I'm really, I'm really proud to have been here for that milestone. Like, I'm really. famously reclusive and secretive about where I live. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a black bag on my head the entire ride here, so <laughs> it was a little fucked up, but it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna have Evan on to do some, like, Alberta expert stuff. Yeah, so I'm coming here straight from Alberta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got here, and boy, are my arms tired, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, and also to do all the regular other apolitical, regular stupid bullshit that we also do on do. this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited he- to be joined by a cowboy. <laughs> Yeehaw. Or no, fuck, <laughs> since I'm Alberta, it's Yahoo. What? Yeah, that's extremely Calgary energy. If you say Yeehaw, like especially during Stampede, they'll mm-hmm. get mad. I'm from Edmonton, like the effete, mm-hmm. uh, like urban, you know, educated city. Okay. Calgary, you know, where the cowboys are from. And they're mm-hmm. Yeehaw instead of, or they're not Yeehaw, they're Yahoo. Is this like huh. the okay. Z, the, like the same, like a Z or saying Z debate? It's, pr- it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Like Yahoo is the Canadian Yeehaw. Calgary is a distinct nation uh, with That's an interesting true. local dialect. So. Yeah. I had a roommate from Alberta who mm-hmm. didn't say A. Hmm. She said eh all the time and I was like is that a thing and she's like yeah it's an Alberta thing and guys I don't know if that's true but I hope it's not I think she might just be stupid (laughs) Christina is that why you dropped out of your PhD I'm sorry uh Christina but you know we'll see (laughs) started a new one oh before we start just to get the energy of the podcast right astrologically Hmm. what's going on with you okay astrologically I am all Sagittarius sun moon rising all fire signs yeah yeah so uh, (laughs) i'm happy to be a very toxic guest on this podcast um of course as a lazy man my partner has to explain uh what my astrological sign means i have Mm. co-star co-star regularly tells me that Mm. i fucked up my life or like today Mm -hmm. is the day so i Mm -hmm. i'm kind of running my life based on my horoscope now so pretty normal what uh what sign is your partner Capricorn. Capricorn. So on paper, none of it works, yeah. but we've been uh, together for a very happy 20 months. Hi, Lynn. Um, so <laughs> Hi, it's Lynn. good. Do they listen to your podcast? Lynn is a super fan of the podcast. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's so, so nice. Pretty, that's really nice. Pretty good. What's Sweet. their moon and rising? 
<laughs> I'm not sure. No dogs, no dogs. <laughs> yeah, if I revealed that information, it, it's too private. It's yeah. too personal. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 All right. Nice. I love Sagittarius's, but like, it's really, it's like a problematic fave for me. Hmm. I think that they're publicly acknowledged as the funniest zodiac sign. That's true. Yeah. yeah. People mm-hmm. really like Sagittarius's. They're always assholes, though, especially the men. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to get started. Uh, we're just going to talk about whether or not incels will be able to fuck if they drastically change everything about themselves, including their personality, but mostly focusing on their face via extreme plastic surgery. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, good news, everybody. Incels have discovered plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Um they yeah it's plastic surgery for the fellows guys this time it's not gay yeah exactly (laughs) so there's been an article that was written by the cut that Mm -hmm. was kind of going around on twitter today and it profiles the life of a guy who originally entered um in seldom through reading the game Hmm. okay as we just talked about on Dumb and Awful. So yeah. He lived his life for 10 years as a pickup artist and wasn't really getting any traction and then found an incel forum online. And it kind of details his his plight with plastic surgery in order to become a chad. Okay. Mm. Do we need to explain all this terminology? Well, just like incels are just like loser guys who don't have like sexual access to women. Obviously, yeah. we all know that. And then chads are just, like, popular jock types who are, like, very few guys who have access to, like, let's say 20% of guys who have access to 80% of women. Yeah, exactly. So they hate chads, but they also think that if they looked like them, then they would be able to get women, right? Exactly. Because incels all feel like they're ugly, whatever. So I was reading this article, and I pulled Mm -hmm. a couple quotes. Mm -hmm. Um... So there's this one doctor who does plastic surgery in Indiana. He's, like, famous for doing male cosmetic surgery. Okay. And his name is Dr. Epley. Okay. So I'm going to read you guys some quotes from this article. I had a dream to meet the great Dr. Epley, wrote Truth for Lie in one of over 100,000 lookism posts mentioning the doctor. I finally... Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is lookism? So Being mean to ugly people. I yeah. invented it. Oh, okay. So nature. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they kind of detail who this doctor is. So they say that he provides a wide range of services mm-hmm. for men, including shoulder widening and narrowing. Mm-hmm. The Ken Del- effect. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Deltoid and quadricep implants. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Rib removal. Stern. Oh. Self. Practical. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to- Uh, And that he has 10,000 blog posts on his website, like Mm -hmm. reviews from people, um, just asking questions like, do neck muscle implants exist? Uh, Can my face be changed to look like someone else's? Am Mm. I too old for skull reshaping at 57? Ooh, the Elizabeth Warren. uh, (laughs) Elizabeth Warren makeup. Beautiful. Um, What is the maximum size of testicular enlargement implants? The largest that he's done is seven centimeters in diameter. Of the testes, yes. like a ball sack. Yeah, okay, and then they devolve into this whole subsection of the article about testicle implants, and that's when I stopped reading. Can you imagine caring about the size of your nutsack? Yeah. This is incredible Jordan Peterson energy. So, mm-hmm. like, I love Jordan Peterson. I love mm-hmm. this, like, whole, like, movement that he's tapped into. Yeah. So, for a while, I was, like, 
on Reddit, like, checking out the Manosphere. Yes, so, yes. like, all, like, the Red Pill, like, mm-hmm. uh, like different subreddits. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because, like, it fits into this, like, very, like, oh, the world is, like, made out of science and, like, evolutionary biology means that I can never get laid. Yeah. But I think that, like, the pro-Jared story, like, the gamer mm, guy who cheated yeah. on his wife, proves that, like, anyone can fuck, right? Like, it's not of based course. on, like... Any, anybody can fuck. You just need to have a thing. You yeah. need to have a personality. You have li- have to have literally one thing to offer. And you can fuck. Preferably not, like, deter from that, you know, one, two, three things with, like, literally everything else about yourself being, like, extremely toxic. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sure a lot of these guys look fine. Like, I mean, they could all learn something from, like, the incel who famously did, like, the Toronto van attack. Like, he was pretty hot. Yeah. I uh, haven't Elliot said. Roger was kind of hot. Yeah, it's like it, it has nothing these to guys do that. don't fuck because of like their extreme hatred for women, which is probably based on the fact that they have these horrific personalities that make them like toxic to even like exist in the same space as, let alone like talk to or have sex with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so sad to pe- to see people waste the London look, right? <laughs> like you've got it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, and with Peterson, I feel like there's this movement now with like, okay, we need to like change our personalities. Like mm-hmm. you wake up, you know, you're covered in Doritos. There's half of a Domino's pizza on your leg. Mm-hmm. And then you turn on that Jordan Peterson. And then what do you hear? Like, oh, women are attracted to, to big muscular men with beautiful faces. And then you're just like, okay, I have to I have to spend thousands of dollars, yeah. go through this plastic surgery to pretend to have good genes. And like, it's incredibly fucked. I love it. They should be wasting their money. So this doctor, he mm. originally started as a, like a gender reassignment okay. surgeon okay. in plastic surgery, but now he does mostly cis male cosmetic surgery okay he does over a hundred surgeries a year on men who want to have um like mostly jaw enhancement surgery Mm -hmm. yeah yeah very specifically yeah yeah well like okay here's the thing about incels too is like they hate women like altering their appearances because they think that it's like lying and stuff like when you were talking about being on the manosphere i was thinking specifically i would never do this anymore but i used to post on the uh, makeup subreddit a bunch and one time like they literally had to ban a whole bunch of people from the manosphere because every post from like the makeup subreddit was ending up in these other subreddits that were just basically about hating women. Yeah. And a post of me that was, like, me doing makeup made it to, like, the first page in, like, fucking, I don't know, like, 2013. Mm. And it was just all these guys being, like, wash up your fucking whore paint. (laughs) 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 What do you really look like? (laughs) But the response after that would be beautiful, right? Because the first move for the incel is like, you fucking like lying bitch, right? Yeah. And then if you were to go into that, like, okay, you're in this brainscape where Mm. you're going to be like, you're going to send him a DM and be like, look, I washed it off. And he's going to be like, low key, you're actually, you're actually pretty though. Do you want to go on a date? (laughs) It's like, you know what? You've really convinced me, dude. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to start strong. Yeah. And then, and then have to like backpedal your way into 
hoping that the person has had their self-esteem sufficiently lowered that you can then like sneak in with like kind of like an underhand toss. Yeah, this is like peak <laughs> nagging, right? Yeah. It's like, I think that like your entire gender is like full of liars and cheats. I'm still mm. really horny for you though. Do you yeah. want to come to Boston Pizza with me? <laughs> I drink a Boston Pizza. Yes. <laughs> it's 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. I'm, I'm persona non grata at the Boston Pizza again. I'm fucked up. <laughs> it's not a good scene. I've only been to Boston Pizza once. It was for breakfast, and it was because I uh, am seeing somebody who's from Alberta, and I mm. don't think I need to repeat the experience. <laughs> I went to, uh, I had a horrifying Boston Pizza experience in Moncton. Shout out to Moncton, an awful nice. fucking city. Mm-hmm. Uh, <gasps> are you pr- are you pro Moncton here? We have complicated feelings about Moncton. Complicated Moncton feelings. My godmother lives there. Point. Mm-hmm. I waited an hour and a half for ribs at a mm-hmm. Boston pizza once because the mm-hmm. chef quit nice. while I was there. So <laughs> yes. minus one. That's yes. an iconic Moncton vibe yeah. for sure. I got proposed to by a man from Moncton and he fashioned a ring out of the silver part of a cigarette package which is actually considered to be extremely romantic and also legally binding in Atlantic Canada yeah I was about to say that's really powerful maritime energy it's like <laughs> oh geez bud what have I got to propose story and it's just like well you're already smoking yeah. right like fuck, that's really good Dartla <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think that it's funny that these guys like all vehemently hate like uh, women doing anything to alter yeah. their appearances and they would use the exact same argument that you were just saying like that you're lying about your genes and that you know humans are only reproduction factories yeah and so the sad thing is like what happens to these guys after they watch queer eye because like they discover that it only took like them like kind of tucking in a t-shirt or getting a haircut to be attractive and mm-hmm. they've just spent like two hundred thousand dollars on like completely reshaping their body this is a body uh, negativity podcast i'm gonna say mm-hmm. it's body positive now you know incels mm-hmm. you're beautiful just the way you are <laughs> i love you uh dm me after you listen you to this valid. yeah your body is valid and i want to fuck it it's really yeah. it's you're, look, yeah. you're looking good man you're looking toned you're gonna solve the incel problem i yeah. think so yeah easy <laughs> easy yeah did you know that the incel movement actually started in uh nova scotia I would not be surprised at all. Did it start in like Coal Harbor or did it start in like Digby or something like that? Oh, I was going to say Yarmouth. Yarmouth? For my for my um, my local 902 heads. You guys <laughs> already know. So sure, where are you at? These, 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 we got local references about small cities in Nova Scotia for days. Talking about Amherst. What up? <laughs> I like Amherst. Tri-county area. <laughs> Yeah, like, it was actually, so it was started by, uh, like, a, a lesbian Okay. Chick. What? And, yeah, oh, you guys didn't know about this? Because no. Where are you going? I'm getting a drink, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. No, it's okay. Can you grab me a beer, too? Yes. I just Can need you also to know grab if you're getting up before. I need you to be here while I slander your people. Lesbian cancellation incoming in five, oh, four. It's been. The premier body shaming homophobia podcast. That's actually from our brand. That's awesome. Queer voices. Sorry, I need to stop saying queer voices. That person said it, and it's just been stuck in my head ever since. I love being sexually straight and politic- and socially queer. From uh, That's no, me. No, I mean... <laughs> That's you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Nice. Just waging a long campaign of, like, betraying the people I love. Yeah. <laughs>
Mm. Being gay and then in the middle of it going like, this shit is so not me. Like, <laughs> you I so- don't know, man, the vibe's off. <laughs> <laughs> New character, guy that sucks dick one time just because he wants a pass to save Faye for the rest of his <laughs> life. <laughs> Like this that be- lawyer the other day. Yeah, literally. Oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on pod. <laughs> That's fine. It's like, I'm sucking this beautiful man's dick, and then I get it out of my mouth, and I'm like, yo, can I get a vibe check? <laughs> vibe check. <laughs> yo, are there gay incels? Okay, I mean, we're going to hmm. get to this when I talk about how okay. the movement started, but I mean, think, okay. think on that, all first right. of all. Okay, okay. so there was this chick who like in the very early days of the internet was like gay and she was out i think she was living in residence or something like she was an undergrad and she like was lonely you know like she didn't know a lot of other like queer people and she didn't really know what to do and i think she, she like turned to the internet and I think she started, like, a blog. Okay. And then from there, kind of a forum built around it. And it just started out for people that were, like, lonely and socially anxious to talk about, you know, wanting to date or being interested in right. having uh, sexual or romantic partners, but, like, not really knowing like, how to... Not options, n- yeah. Not having options or not knowing how to, like, having some sort of barriers, whether it was, like, proximity to people that were the same sexuality as them or whether it was, like... um you know, dealing with, like, severe social anxiety and isolation and stuff like that. And then it just, like, apparently at some point it just flipped, like, a switch. And it was, like, any online space, just, like, men got their hands on it. (laughs) And then it just turned into, like, just, like, doing misogyny online. (laughs) Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it was apparently in Halifax. I think, I don't know if it was at Dallas specifically, mm-hmm. but. St. Mary's or something like that. Probably. This God. makes me think about uh, one of my favorite characters. Yeah, it's uh, the self canceling male feminist um, who's, who's like, <laughs> when, when he's in a conversation and someone's like, you know what? Like, men are a problem. And he's just like, yes! And it's like, <laughs> you know what? I think we should kill all men. It's like, yas, queen, slay me! And it's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, yes! Yeah. Just the Joss Whedons of the world, that kind of thing. <laughs> Joss Whedon. <laughs> what about... God, that's such a horrible fucking energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Self-canceling male feminist. Because you know there's there's this whole thing in, like, a woke comedy, or as I like to call it, woke getting up and talking into a microphone. <laughs> 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 but it's, like, very much... This guy who gets up and you know how people feel the need to break the tension based on what they look like if they think that they're not something that people are expecting or if they're not, you know, straight, white, male, comic. The audience wants you, especially in traditional like comedy club spaces, not in like indie rooms and like off club shows and whatever. They want you to address the thing about you, the thing that they've noticed about you, whatever, that you're, whatever makes you not a straight white man. And woke, like, liberal type dudes are so caught and they're so obsessed with oppressing themselves that they get up and do... a looks like joke even though they don't have to like they get up they get up and they go 
Let me just apologize for being a straight white man before mm. anyone says anything. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, no one was asking you to. Like, you literally could have just gone into jokes. Why don't you take advantage of <laughs> this thing that you've been gifted? People already think that you're about to do jokes and be fucking hilarious. Straight white man <laughs> look like, looks like jokes about the worst aspects of, like, male, like... <laughs> I know what I look like, guys. Mm. I look like someone who would beat their wife. <laughs> I I know what I look like, guys. I look like I statistically have a higher chance of committing suicide or serving in the military. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say... I was going to say, folks, I mean, the tucked-in polo might give you an impression, but... Uh, Yes, I am a military reservist from Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. <laughs> and yes, I am divorced. <laughs> Folks, I know what it looks like. I have both an X and a Y chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> some stupid shit. Like, yeah. some, like that would actually be funnier. That would be funnier. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyways, so where was I going with this? Why was I talking about woke comedy? Oh, because we were talking about male feminists. Yeah. Oh yeah, male feminists. I like thinking about the character like gay incel who still hates women even though he doesn't yes. want sexual access to them oh yeah like <laughs> yeah. someone justifying why they're gay because mm-hmm. it's like yo dog in the womb i know i couldn't trust women <laughs> or, women or like, won't fuck me <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like instead of like doing the thing that like gay guys that are in the closet do where they like to talk about pussy in like really weird ways yeah they're like yeah man i was hooking up with this girl and she just had like the meatiest vagina it was so hot i was like hard um but, like, <laughs> like, where you, you ever hear like the guy who's like and it sounds bad to make fun of it but it's like you have that you all know that person or have that friend that's like in the closet but then they t- you hear them talk about women and it, it just makes you like i don't know it just like curdles the air in the yeah. room because mm. it's so offensive this guy <laughs> is like he's like trying to fit in with the other incels to be he's like gay but he's trying to pretend to be straight on like the incel forums and right. instead of doing it by being horny for women he does it by like trying to emulate the level of misogyny that they <laughs> yeah, do yeah, yeah. but he's like bad at it he's like he's like yeah she looks like she would not know how to cook a meat in a pot <laughs> <laughs> i uh had a friend in high school who was pretending to be straight and mm. all these dudes were like talking about girls that they thought were hot one time mm. and he was like yeah uh Katy Perry's pretty hot. Okay. And people were like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then he was mm-hmm. like, she says, like, huge tits. Like. Yeah. Damn. That's- <laughs> and everybody was like. I have a boob. Okay, thanks, man. Yeah. I have a boob, boob fetish. fetish. <laughs> That's terrific. You're just like, yeah. you're in the basement uh, with, like. You know, there's no ceiling. It's just like the exposed mm-hmm. beams. You know, you and the boys are watching Too Fast, Too Furious again. Nice. And you're just like, man. You know, this bitch, she just got me so fucked up. And it's like, what's up? And she's like, she's got these big naturals, which I like, but I fucking can't stand them. She sucks. (laughs) (laughs) She sucks. That's the exact energy of like the guy, the misogynist that Emrata was imagining when she was like, I'm going to own these guys by posting a picture of myself naked online. That was terrific. That's the only guy I would have worked on. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
I, I can't stand it when uh, extremely hot women post their big naturals on the timeline. I just get so fucking pissed. It oh, actually God, makes it, me really mad. Yeah, it just makes me want to write even more abortion laws so that no more hot women are born. <laughs> Jesus. Dudes only. <laughs> Dudes rock. Dudes rock 2019. Uh, only men will understand these jokes. <laughs> When people ask us if it's a feminist podcast. <laughs> Actually, you're our second guest, and so far we have had one lady guest and one man guest. Yes. Oh, so that's it's true. Actually, it's not a feminist podcast. Feminism is just... Uh, I'm not a feminist. I just believe in equality, it's is what I'm saying. It's <laughs> Jesus. Shall we move on? Yes. Sure. So I want to talk about the beautiful political developments in Alberta, Canada, where I am currently living. So you may not have heard about this, but there was a provincial election. So after 44 years of progressive conservative rule, mm-hmm. um, the Alberta New Democrats, run mm-hmm. by Rachel Notley, a mm-hmm. former leader of the opposition's daughter, uh, one, oh. yeah, Grant Notley, he was an absolute king, uh, died in a plane crash. That's like an Alberta political leader thing. Just like, like all the good people go out that way. Notley died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last premier, Jim Prentice, died in a plane mm-hmm. crash. You know, rest in peace, king. Is John it because... Denver. Plane crash. There's like a Bermuda Triangle situation in Alberta, I think. Yeah. I think it's because they just like statistically they're more likely to die in a plane crash because they just fly more because when you become a politician in alberta you just have like a minimum like fossil fuel consumption quota yeah so like even if you don't have anywhere to go you just have to fly in a private plane in fucking circles circles. yeah Yeah. uh for (laughs) for those edmonton listeners you got to fly from jasper to white ave who would do that anyway fuck (laughs) how far is that uh it's like a half hour walk okay maybe very quick it's you just take a bridge from one to the other okay so yeah rachel notley mm-hmm. she was a leader of the ndp uh i think myself and a lot of other you know folks on the left were very excited um mm-hmm. you know they're pretty critical of the petro state mm-hmm. that we live in you know the all of the agencies of the government committed mm-hmm. to protecting oil and gas interests mm-hmm. um so she won with like 55 seats uh, which is like a huge majority all of edmonton went orange um, and then, like, day two of her government, she's like, to our friends in the oil and gas industry, you've got nothing to worry about. Like, we've got your back, friends. So it's like, oh. Snake. Yeah, it's like, okay, that's where we're going. Because, like, I figure if you're, like, anywhere on the left or if you're even a little bit critical of oil and gas in Alberta, mm-hmm. like, you just get a phone call. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it's not going to be happening. Oh, my God. There's, um, there's like, um, someone who, like, works in- not like a uh, like a some like poor like campaign aide or whatever who's like has to do like the the bulk calls and they call your house if they find out that you're like against the oil and gas industry and they just have to call you and be like not it chief like get back in your fucking suv yeah. <laughs> you thought? Yeah. yeah the bird of baddies are not doing very well right now so yeah Jason Kenney, he is a former federal cabinet minister. Okay. Uh, he's a very big boy. He's beautiful. Uh, if you don't know what he looks like, Google image search him. He is Randy from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> BBB, big beautiful boy, baby. Exactly. It is big boy season in Alberta. Big boy season has returned. Yes. So he's now premier. Um, mm-hmm. So what happened, 
small history lesson, Ed Stalmack used to be a PC leader, okay. and he was kind of the first PC leaders to think, what if we increased royalties on oil and gas instead okay. of it being like 0%? Yeah. Okay. So he was ousted as leader pretty quickly. Spicy. And mm-hmm. then this new far-right party, the Wild Rose, started getting funded by oil and gas companies. Okay. Um, so then Jason Kenney had the brilliant idea of what if we merge the two conservative parties right. in the province mm-hmm. into one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the campaign was pretty nasty. Um, basically, the NDP didn't have much of a leg to stand on because okay. if you read the platform, uh, Alberta mm-hmm. Advantage did a good uh, episode about this. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you guys. The policy document's pretty much like, why aren't you more grateful for what we did for you? Um, we'll do a couple technocratic fixes here <laughs> and there. And yeah. if you're like a social Democrat party, it's like, mm-hmm. what if you had some like big, you know, policy planks for people to Actual like, like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, Jason Kenney won with a huge majority. The only NDP seats are pretty much like all of Edmonton is mm-hmm. NDP. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a seat in Lethbridge, which is mm-hmm. like a That's bigger surprising. town. Yeah, and then there's three seats in Calgary that okay. are NDP. And yeah, Jason Kenney has been uh, getting busy. Um, mm-hmm. So from the start, he's been promising that Bill 1, getting rid of the carbon tax. Okay. We used to have a carbon tax. Mm-hmm. He's finally gotten rid of it. The federal one's going to kick in soon. Sweet. His second bill was the Open for Business Act. Okay. <laughs> which is beautiful. It's the same thing as that Doug Ford's doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, I love Doug Ford. Just seeing a video of him trying to talk Big like through his did. severe <laughs> alcoholism is great. He's just like, hello, Ontario. His brain is like pickled, dude. I think I call him a... F- a f- fat red-faced white loser every week on the podcast so I, I love i'm glad it. you've come here matching our energy yeah. of reverence for Doug ford's commitment to beer Doug, Doug ford stands only yeah um, yeah and any kind of like elitism that we could get it's like well at least we don't have doug ford jason kenny is pretty much if doug ford like pretended to be an intellectual because like the yeah. problem is jason kenny like reads books He's, and comes to the same scary. conclusions yeah yeah, yeah. So open for business, youth, uh, students 12 to 17 now get paid mm-hmm. $2 less per hour than mm-hmm. uh, everyone else who is working the same job, mm-hmm. which is pretty beautiful. Um, and I'm sure our climate leadership plan is going to get rolled back soon. Mm-hmm. So the climate leadership plan was this NDP plan to go like, what if we did something about climate change? Okay. Theoretically, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. In practice, uh, it doesn't meet, you know, COP21 emission targets. Okay. Uh, it still allows for, like, the construction of pipelines. Right, yeah. um, it Like, one of the big things it did was, like, it set an emissions cap at, like, mm-hmm. 100 megatons or something. Okay. But the oil sands have never produced more than, like, 70. So it doesn't mean anything. So it didn't mean anything. Um, so that's probably on its way out soon. Yeah, and they also got rid of this working group to ban conversion therapy in yeah. Alberta. We knew he did a bunch of really bad gay shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Not the, not, the, not the good, like, no rules gay, gay shit. shit. He did not like bad shit to not the like gays. Not, like, promoted yeah. gay shit, but, like... Mm-hmm. Gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so there's this pretty rich history of Jason Kenney uh, being uh, an absolute shitlord to anyone who's gay. Mm-hmm. He lived in San Francisco for a while studying at this, like, closed off Catholic school. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> Trinity Western South. Yeah. <laughs> my, for my Canada heads, again. <laughs> 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 Remember that Supreme Court case? 
Yeah. So, yeah, when he was there, he uh, championed this measure to prevent uh, same-sex partners from seeing their dying partners who were dying of AIDS because the AIDS crisis was happening mm-hmm. then. So now in Berta, he he had he kind of has this air of like professionalism where mm-hmm. he actually said like, well, there's no there's actually no churches that do conversion therapy in Alberta. Like it it wouldn't be allowed. But there are like a number of churches, this came out uh, recently, that are like affiliated Mm -hmm. with like this parent group that explicitly puts on like conversion therapy camps. Mm -hmm. So of course he's lying, Mm -hmm. which is great. And it's a really interesting kind of place to be in right now because there's a lot of people like, I don't think anyone's really shell-shocked that the NDP lost because we didn't really do much. Um, We increased Mm -hmm. the minimum wage to $15 an hour, which Mm -hmm. is good. There was a uh, $25 a day childcare like pilot program that's cool mm-hmm. it's cool but it's like what if you just like did it so kenny couldn't have like gotten rid of it like what if you yeah, just brought in child care yeah. Pi- i hate i hate piloting oh, because it's like ult- it's the ultimate like dipping your toe in yeah and yeah. like i think that a lot of left parties like when they get elected they are like okay we like ran on this mandate we're gonna do these big things but then they think oh like the electorate they're really conservative so we're not gonna do any of that but like in 2015, Albertans were like pretty clear. They're like, we want change. We want a new kind of government. And then the NDP, like, you know, you listen to so many consultants and then you think, oh, Albertans want the PCs. So yeah. they, they shot themselves in like both feet, both hands and in the dick at the same time. Nice. Yeah. So pretty good. Uh, a great province to be in, uh, be a part of the energy. Okay. All right. We like it. Um, this is a this is a meat and potatoes podcast. We're both huge natural batch stands. That's what yeah. we do. That's what we do for Alberta. Okay. <laughs> the whole like, conversion therapy thing is crazy to me because when I lived in Alberta, the, I worked with people who had experienced conversion therapy who were yeah. like, in their twenties. Like you know what? I, like it's obviously like it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Of course it does. It's ironic that the camping industry is so gay, and yet that's where they would send you to try and make you straight. Like, Sorry. You can't, you can't fight people with their own tools, baby. <laughs> yeah, you can't dis- dismantle Put me in the, the woods master- all sex. The, the, the wife's tools. tools will not dismantle the wife's house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Audrey Lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We've all read Crenshaw. <laughs> I'm reading um, it right now. Nice. It's good for you. You're... Way to come on our podcast to just brag to us about being literate. (laughs) Yeah, I've read exactly one book. It was the Chronicles of Narnia, but I'm pretty sure (laughs) I figured out leftist dogma. I from from that alone. Yeah, (laughs) we need more big lions who are also Jesus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what was in capital. When when I I screech at people to read theory, I just toss copies of C.S. Lewis. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, dude, you know you're telling me that like we need to seize the means of production. Have you ever thought about being a better fucking Christian? Yeah. It's like, I uh, why don't you series. get, it's like, before you want to talk about leftism, why don't you get offline and into a fucking wardrobe, you dumb bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mr. Tumnus is waiting for your dumb ass. 
You know what the best part of the Chronicles of Narnia was? What? It was extremely pro-Turkish delight. It was. <laughs> I appreciated it. Me too. I love Turkish yes, delight. Yes, me too. Unpopular opinion. My um, favorite thing was that C.S. Lewis claims that it's not a direct biblical allegory, except they have the lion lying on a fucking rock, <laughs> like, being sacrificed for, like, three days. I was like, okay. Everything's a direct biblical allegory. Everything is an allegory. There's yeah. literally only one story. Yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Trek, yes. Goodfellas. It's the Bible, baby. Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> Bible Bitch Media. Oh, yeah, again this week. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, the the conversion. Anytime someone says conversion therapy, I'm like, this isn't good. Because I mean, like, I mean, I I shouldn't think of this immediately, but I'm just like hot because um I watched. But I'm a cheerleader yes. every every day when I was like in grade eight for straight reasons. Everybody, <laughs> it was it was for straight reasons. Don't yeah. get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, like living in Alberta is really interesting, and like being anywhere on the left because like I joined the party when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and like the wow, NDP. Yeah, it had like four seats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It was basically like three in Edmonton, and we had a ham radio to Lethbridge to like nice. figure shit out. Nice. Um, so then, like, the people there were, like, you know, dedicated to, like, what if we didn't, like, deep fry the planet? What if women were people? Like, those kinds of <laughs> Big ideas. Ask. Big ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as they won, right? It's, mm-hmm. like, all these people from, like, the progressive conservatives, the liberals who, like, needed mm-hmm. a new political home. They were, like, what if I was in the NDP? So, yeah, the, par- <laughs> the party, they tried to be, like, this, like, natural governing party of Alberta type mm-hmm. situation. Uh, really fucked that one up. Now they're stuck in opposition. Rachel Notley stayed on as leader. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's just going to get ridiculed for the next four years saying, suck. yeah, like, why is your government doing this? And then Kenny's going to fire back. If you really wanted to change it, you would have done it when you were in government. So really mm-hmm. surprised that she stayed on. Yeah, that seems like a bad move to me. I feel like it's kind of you can't really come back from a political defeat. Okay. Can I? No, you, pro- you probably can't. And like, I feel like the pendulum effect is essentially it's, null in alberta yeah. right yeah. because it just happened like literally Once. like one time it's it's like a, a freak accident or something People were experimenting yeah. yeah like alberta politics is basically like we had a premier named bible bill and then we had ernest manning who had this radio show called like back to the bible hour yeah. so like there's really deep like social conservative roots mm-hmm. um there's like you know some socialist organizing with like labor movements but mm-hmm. like we're pretty much fucking cooked oh yeah. yeah you guys have like a pretty like mobile like force towards like unionizing and like at least doing like organizing for like pro-labor stuff out there right at least is it just because it's like so fucked that like the left does have to be organized like there's a lot of strength in edmonton right now um i would shout out climate justice edmonton they have a really cool patreon right now so another thing that kenny's trying to do is spending like millions of dollars on this energy war room okay which is essentially combating a foreign funded propaganda that says that the oil sands are bad and totally doesn't look like Mordor. So so it's just it's just like a more organized version of like getting together to like shoot guns at like the sun. It's a posting <laughs> army. Like Kenny is fun- Kenny is funding a posting army. Climate Justice Edmonton is fundraising to uh, counter that. They've done a lot of cool organizing so far, mm-hmm. so I would definitely check out that Patreon. And yeah, the labor movement in the province 
like sometimes they're radical most of the time they're not um they were campaigning to support like the 15 dollar yeah. uh, minimum wage and now they just like seem to get in fights on twitter <laughs> and they're not really up to much that's what happens though right like people lose steam when it's so demoralizing actually mm-hmm. being pro worker is mostly about arguing, arguing about distinctions between different brands of leftism That's online. Yes, yes. Time to get sectarian! It's, uh, I've definitely considered logging off recently because, like, it's really uh, disorienting to see, like, all these news stories of, like, all these things you liked in Alberta are gone, yeah. and then the only resistance is, like, a guy who leads a nonprofit just responding with lol to a Calgary Sun article. And I'm like, we're fucked. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you recommend? Because like, just to talk presence of the online left in Alberta. The online world, yeah. Uh, the weed emojis, if you will. Hmm. What would you... It's a thing. Okay. That's that's like the prairie leftist. Like, oh, uh, like the, the wheat emoji. Yeah, the yeah. wheat emoji in your Twitter name is yeah. like the prairie leftist, like the Western Canada leftist. It's not in BC. Prairie no. leftist. I have uh, one. Do yes. you? But it's like, that's that's the like dog whistle of like, I'm left and I live in the prairies. Yeah. Okay. Explain. Can you explain? Sure. <laughs> uh, explain the wheat emoji. I'm I like, know what it means. What, what do you want me to explain? How did it? No, but I mean like it's in your thing. So you were going to say something. Oh, yeah. So uh, this seems to be like an Alberta Advantage started thing. Uh, oh, so yeah, okay. we, we love grain uh, in mm-hmm. this house. They're they're obsessed with grain elevators. Okay. So, uh, you know, very strong prairie energy. Uh, we mm-hmm. want to showcase our beautiful natural splendor. Uh, no hills, just a lot of big fields. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, since I'm also a maritimer, I have a little wave emoji. Yes. Okay. So I yeah, that. that's that's kind of the origin of uh of my twitter name but yeah the online left in alberta uh doing pretty well with like mm-hmm. organizing around like climate justice uh mm-hmm. activism but in terms of like combating like the ucp the united conservatives like electorally mm-hmm. no chance okay it's interesting because like i noticed that in terms of like being part of the canadian online left the large majority of people that seem to be at least active on Twitter and online are from Western Canada, like from the prairies yeah. and from yeah. BC. Yeah, totally. A few on the East Coast, but not that, not nearly as many as you would expect in like, let's say, I guess Ontario. But I mean, maybe it's it's just like this is not necessarily the case, like with the with the West. But I mean, like especially on the East, like there would be like big reasons, uh, like economically, to like be yeah on the left, left. right? And I was going to ask you like what you think that like good emojis for either like Ontario is so fucking boring and I don't (laughs) and I don't claim it for the record I don't hate Ottawa and I get mad when people shut on Ottawa but I don't like I don't claim a like Ontarian identity to you no absolutely not I mean being northern Ontarian or like Franco-Ontarian or something like that's a thing but what would you recommend or like prescribe as like the emojis for let's say like the Ontarian left or more specifically like the Atlantic Canadian left or the Newfie left. Okay, so if you're on if okay, if you're an mm. Atlantic leftist, you gotta get the wave emoji okay. because okay. that wave is coming soon where mm-hmm. we're gonna win all those seats and then eventually fuck up. Right. Mm. Uh, if you're in, if you're in Ontario, like mm. maybe it's like a computer emoji or like a little like cog. A building. a building. I feel like, you know, it's the urban sprawl yeah. of Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um I'm also thinking it could be the emoji that's like 
red with its tongue out and it's sweating because of the humidity. Okay. Yeah, like that really like horny emoji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's I I liked I liked all of those options. Definitely the wave is obviously the wave is good, good. for multiple reasons yeah. for the Atlantic. I feel Canadian like that map. makes sense, right? Because Western Canada and Eastern Canada really have pretty specific identities. Like, what would you? Yeah. I don't even know. Like, I was just thinking about Quebec. Like, I don't even know what the baguette emoji. I, I guess, guess no, but like to France, kind of reductive. Yeah. Is there a red square emoji not, yet? It's not. There's a red square emoji. It's not go. reductive to have a wheat emoji. <laughs> No. There's no... Wheat reductionism? I don't, think, I don't think that the baguette has any really specific identity within Quebec. People just ascribe it to them because they speak French. True, but if you use the, a fleur-de-lis emoji or, like, even, like, a... You're a, gonna look a, like a, a separatist. Exactly. Yes. Like a blue square and a white square or something. It's like, yeah. mm. you can't People that. are gonna think you're from Greece. And then what? <laughs> and then what, bitch? I'm poor. Oh, All right. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. We should talk about the next thing. This is yeah. gonna be a long episode, guys, but... Energy is so good. All right, so we're also gonna briefly touch on. We're gonna touch the sky. We're gonna, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like the movie Bend It Like Batman? I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I okay. did for straight reasons. Cool. I like me it. too. Me yeah. too. So, should I come out on this podcast as being a soccer player? I feel Whoa. like it's not the time. I'll cut it out. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, rich people have been climbing Mount Everest and dying. <laughs> and my take is, uh, I don't care. Yeah. Turns That's out, how I feel. Yeah, yeah, Mount Everest uh, is a Maoist, and uh, just turns out that everyone who climbs it are landlords. Yeah. Nice. Honestly, I hope I will crowd fund a trip for my landlord to climb Mount Everest. <laughs> A long walk up a tall hill. Whatever it takes, baby. It's like, hey, dude, I love how you didn't fix my washing machine. I just want a ticket to climb Mount Everest. Do you want it? Do no. you want it? Bold of you to assume months. that I have a laundry machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't had hot water for three weeks, and I am a Maoist now. Mm. No, so 11 people have died climbing Mount Everest this year, which is the most since 2015. Mm. And it mostly turns out that... People are, like, just approaching climbing Everest with, like, a can-do attitude. And they just, like, don't have the fitness or the experience to do it properly. So, like, primarily what happens is that they just, like, ascend too quickly. And then their lungs fill with liquid. And it's, like, a whatever that's called. Um, They get the bends. Do they drown? They get, like, pulmonary uh, edema. Altitude. Altitude sickness. Yeah, exactly. That Um, shit ain't me. (laughs) No, so they like, they've just been, okay, so they've essentially just um, been like making Everest more of like a business. Like mm. they've, they've privatized beautiful natural entities um, and they just like issued more permits to climb it than ever before. And much like every system you can get around having to meet the technical regulations of what it takes to be issued a permit if you pay a certain amount of money. Of course. So because, like, the, the government will just, like, accept the money, you can get a permit with, like, a doctor's note, which costs $11,000 hmm. to be able to climb Everest regardless of what your uh, skill set is. Wow. 
Is that, like, very expensive euthanasia? You're just like, you know, I'm on my fucking way out, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, die in a hospital bed surrounded yeah. by my loved ones. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to die on a mountainside. Like, that it, sounds pretty good. It's insane to me that anybody would ever want to climb Everest. And I know that, like, if you have enough money, you kind of feel invincible. And it's, like, mm-hmm. a cool story to tell, I guess. But, like, I've seen someone almost die on something that wasn't even technically classified as a mountain. Because mm-hmm. they weren't physically fit enough to do it. Yeah. Even though, for all intents and purposes, they seem like they would be able to. So it seems insane to me that anyone would think that they can climb Everest without preparing. I think that it's actually, yeah, that is that is kind of the the problem. It's like the intersection of like people who've like never been told no before mm-hmm. and people who will do anything for the gram. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is like, you know, very like rich kids of Instagram it's energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Influencers. Emrata, take your tits out on Mount Everest. Yeah. Push, <laughs> pushing my wife off Mount Everest for the views. <laughs> my wife's big naturals careening down Mount Everest. <laughs> Avalanche. Yeah. Um, I think that it's fine. Like for the first time ever, you've also they've also seen like li- lineups of people like climbing Mount Everest, which I think is just like so dark and like indicative so of how there are no safe spaces, like free from like the oppressive energy of being constantly surrounded by other people, especially strangers oh, yeah. that you fucking hate, especially rich strangers. Well, but I mean, you're, I guess you're also rich, so it'd probably be more likable for you than being around like I don't know like regular people. But also, what I wanted to say. Is that I think that it's positive that they're issuing more permits because it weeds out the two worst type of people, the three worst type of people. Okay. One. Extremely rich people. Two. People that post inspirationally on social media. Mm. Three. People that think that hiking is fun. (laughs) Hey, there we go. Did you guys know that there's a world shortage of altitude sickness medication right now? What the fuck? No, seriously. Maybe Bid Pharma is good. My friend went to do like an urban urban planning project in in Peru last year and he couldn't Mm -hmm. get altitude sickness medication. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're even issuing like a regular amount of permits Mm -hmm. is crazy. Well, but you know not what? really. The Nepalese have something right because now yeah. mm-hmm. thinning the herd. That's fine. That's incredible. Like that fits into like a genre of left politics that mm-hmm. I think we need to like accentuate. Like yeah. grifts forcing rich people to die. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, take your boat out like near this coral reef because mm-hmm. it's like beautiful and you can like post on the gram. Like mm-hmm. this is also like a beautiful intersection of like both settler colonialism, our mm-hmm. good friend. And yeah, like what you're saying, Instagram culture. Because yeah. it's like, I, I, as a white person, I need to conquer the natural world. I need to post myself on top of Mount Everest. Prove I did it. Yeah, saying like, Karen, look at me now, you fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> and then immediately just dying because my lungs fill up with uh, uh, with liquid and then my mind fills with regret. Like that's a pretty good way for a rich person to die. Now I'm thinking of it and that might be cool. That might be a cool way to die. Mm. I think I think that we should mm-hmm. all propose a new um, rich people trend mm-hmm. that they should try out. Which is what? Oh, each of us? Propose it, yeah. <laughs> Mine would be uh, see if you can survive the electric chair. <laughs> okay. Like elegant self-harm. Yeah. You... Pre- uh, like death row tourism. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Mm. 
That's pretty good because like I feel like as long as there's this notion of like this is exclusive, right? Like mm-hmm. because you have this wealth, like mm-hmm. no one else can do this. We're taking you behind the scenes mm-hmm. to a prison to show you like this really cool lethal injection, and then you like, even get to try it. Yeah, you even yeah. get to try it. But they're like, I have enough money. Like, you know, my butler has injected me with enough drugs over the past Mm -hmm. 30 years that I'm essentially invincible. So they should try it out. I really support them doing that. It's body positivity. It's a Mm -hmm. win for that. Yeah. You know who actually pioneered that, this thing that we're proposing? What? Michael Jackson. Oh. When? When his doctor injected him with a lethal dose of medication. (laughs) (laughs) He was a DSA guy? Yeah. (laughs) God. New character, DSA guy, uh, doctor, and he's like, <laughs> he wants to make sure that there's like equal representation amongst his like patients. Yeah. So he just like, de- he just like denies dying people if he's already like filled his like quota on like straight white people for the month. <laughs> He's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, we had a guest on the show uh, on Kino Lefter, the episode that's probably out by the time you're listening to this for Aladdin. Mm-hmm, uh, nice. We had on a doctor who's like a socialist, which is like a cool okay. kind of intersection. So I'm just mm-hmm. thinking like, do you have to like quiz your patients first to see if they're problematic, like in order to save them? And I feel like that's a really good energy. It's like, oh my God, like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, your aorta is like fucked up, but like, mm-hmm. Don't you think it's kind of fucked up about like what they're doing in Alabama and like mm. he can't respond because he's in a coma mm-hmm. and it's like wow male silence is violence. The silence, <laughs> the silence is deafening. Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely move on. It's uh, it's time to talk about the internet, the internet, the internet, the internet, the internet. First time we've done that with three people. Yeah. So, do we have beefs this week? We have some beefs. Okay. All right. Uh, we got some uh, grade A Alberta beef. That's mm, right. That's me. I'm a, I'm a thick old boy. You can get a <laughs> get a nice steak from that meat. Oh, this yeah. is horrifying. I hate it. Uh, Ev, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go first. It's not a legitimate. Okay. It, is and it isn't a legitimate beef. Okay. All right. So I tweeted egregiously misquoting Marx in hopes that my DSA male feminist boyfriend will finally choke me out. Uh- <laughs> That's an all-time tweet. Like congratulations. So Thank you very much. And it feels it feels great to enter the winner's podium of posting. Um, and this guy replied to me and said. Implying male feminists don't do kinky shit. This ain't it, chief. <laughs> He's doing anti-indigenous yes. rhetoric. He's Check. doing racism. He he definitely he definitely did a fucking colonialism in my replies, and then I was like, okay. Also, his name is Gender Stalin. He just broke. Uh, he just uh, broke the posting treaty. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> The two-row tweet thread. Yeah. (laughs) So he said, implying male feminists don't do kinky shit. They say it, chief. And I said, okay, LOL. How can you be a feminist if you are willing to lay a hand to a woman, even if it's for sex? 
(laughs) (laughs) And he said, thinking women are too delicate for rough sex is like the exact opposite of feminism. LOL. It's called consent. Oh, that's a great male feminist energy. It's like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm really into like rough sex. And it's like, okay, like I'm just meeting you for the first time. Why the fuck are we talking about this? Or Gian Kaveshi. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful former CBC host energy. Yeah, literally. (laughs) This guy was, this guy's wife was staring at the teddy bear as he was trying to sleep. And I said, Oh, okay, so you think it's fine to beat women just as long as it gets your dick hard? LMAO, go off, Kane. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, yeah, I think it's fine to beat anyone as long as they're into it. And I said, okay, have fun in jail. (laughs) And he said, oh, are you going to call the cops on me? Are they going to arrest me for having too much fun? (laughs) No. And then... He quote tweeted me and he said, I know this account is just a dumb troll. Ooh, Mm. ableism too. He said, I know this account is just a dumb troll, but equating feminism with an inability to distinguish between consensual kink and abuse is fairly common and legit harmful. Don't do this. So I retweeted it. The only likes that it got were from my followers. (laughs) (laughs) And... He said, I also heard the OP was a proud cop's wife. Very disappointing. Oh, yes. And he said, feminist anti-kink DSA cops. So I quote tweeted him and said, my husband is a hero. <laughs> <laughs> he passed away in the line of duty in the 7-Eleven parking lot, jerking off too hard. <laughs> Literally. He died on Everest, actually. Um, he was the richest cop in the world. <laughs> Both spiritually and in a material. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> anyways, a bunch of fucking, oh my God. And then my friend Liv, our friend of the pod Liv at Livy Fanon, uh, said, the abuse explainer has logged on, ready to explain what is and is not okay to abuse survivors. <laughs> and then the guy said, are you talking to me? Because what you guys don't see is that actually... I'm uncancelable. Um, I'm too cute to be cancelled. Um, but also, like, actually every time that I post something that's a little bit spicy about um, abuse is that I'm actually holding an ID that you guys can't all see that I was issued by the government to prove that um, I have been hit before. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, much like Maritimer's uh, fil- scamming EI, uh, I too uh, have been issued this, but you have to reapply every year. It fucking sucks. Like... Don't worry, we won't get you canceled for being problematic on the podcast. Uh, at least... Beautiful. All right, so beefs, Evan, and then Sophie, yeah. I have a beef of the week, so I'm very excited to share this Twitter interaction. Nice. Uh, This is between former MLA Robin Luff from the Alberta NDP and Alberta hero Kate Jacobson. So this Calgary blogger, Mike Morrison, was tweeting about how, like, wildfires suck Mm -hmm. um, because Alberta uh, is at uh, one of the forefronts of climate change. We have, like, very frequent uh, wildfires, like, Mm -hmm. without climate change, and now they're getting worse every year. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So... Robin Luff, who was part of the party that brought in the climate leadership plan, said, 
this. Over the last three years, my asthma has come back. My kids have started calling summer smoke season. So much ecological grief. And then Kate Jacobson replied, and the NDP used their brief time and power to do what about this? With all due respect, Robin, you sat in a government that convinced the federal government to spend billions on infrastructure to export fossil fuels to the tar sands. And this person who's lost her election said, fair point. Not at all saying the NDP has no blame or couldn't have done better. And it's like, damn, like, you know, I could have, you know, you know, knocked over the first domino to stop this from happening. But now I just have smoke season. Fair point. So, uh, great job, Robin. You're doing well. That's so funny. When I worked in Alberta, there was um, those fires that took down, like, a bunch of the provincial parks Mm -hmm. um, in 2017, and there was, like, ash falling out of the sky, and this girl I worked with had to take, like, a lorazepam and go to bed because she was so anxious, and I was like, you live here. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't the first time this has ever happened. Yeah, like, not to be dramatic, I was working in residence at the U of A when, like, uh, Fort Mac burned down, pretty much, Mm -hmm. and uh, we brought in, like, a bunch of people from Fort Mac to live on the U of A, and, like, Mm -hmm. I was walking back with this guy who, like, fucked up his leg and, like, couldn't find his sister, like, once Mm -hmm. they left the city, and it's like, yeah, climate change sucks, and, like, it directly impacts, like, everybody in this province, but, like, Mm -hmm. we're politically, like, dead set to not do a fucking thing about it, which rocks. Politics Mm -hmm. is awesome, and we need to do more of it. True. (laughs) <laughs> Two more. <Yeah>. Always. <laughs> All right. All right. Damn. Well, I have a beef, mm-hmm. but it's uh, someone slid into my inbox about it, so I'd like to classify it in another category. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means that it's time for Dumb, Dumb Bitch of, of the, the Week. week. Yay! Yeah, got it so on the end. Yeah. Wow. So I had a couple tweets today. First thing I said is it's so annoying how much people hate those who are hot. <laughs> you were subtweeting me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was. And then I said, some people make me want to bully them, but I'm a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, why do people pretend like plastic surgery isn't cool? <laughs> All in the span of an hour. And okay. then some random person that doesn't follow me DM'd me and said, you seem like you have a problem. You're not even that hot. What? Like, like sent me my own tweets. What? You seem like you have a problem? Yeah, like, they're saying that, like, I have a problem because I'm complaining about people bullying hot people and, like, I'm not even hot. <laughs> so then I just didn't respond and I tweeted, absentmindedly using the Jupyter visualizer. Have <laughs> 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 you used that app? No. It's on the Jupyter website. It shows you what you would look like if you got plastic surgery. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> You shouldn't tell me shit like that. I've never even logged out of like Barbie salon. <laughs> I don't look need... like if you got Juvederm, which is like fillers, just basic fillers. Yeah, yeah. nothing mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, it's oh, not it was my a man? problem. Yeah, of course it was. I was like, it's well, not like, my problem if you don't think I'm hot. You're not for him, literally. <laughs> yeah, it's not for you. That's really funny. Yeah, that's terrific. Like as uh, as a male Twitter user, I mm-hmm. definitely understand this because whenever I see someone with like an avi that like looks attractive to me, mm-hmm. I need to instantly DM them and go like, actually, I don't think you're hot. Like, <laughs> folks, negging works. 
Yes. Can you guys imagine how much better my attitude would be if I just had somebody to, like, knock me down a few pages every now and again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been talking with the other Kino Lefter hosts about this, but, like, mm-hmm. how are we going to... Now that, like, Alberta's politics are completely fucked, how are mm-hmm. we just going to become right-wing and, like, grift all of these idiots? Yes. So, um, I'm thinking of becoming, like, a European-accent YouTuber. So... Oh, when, when, new character. <laughs> yeah, w- whenever you get DMs like this, it's just like the feminists are at it again like <laughs> yes <laughs> nice yep. easy patreon dollars oh, ching 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 for sure that's yeah. so funny uh, do you guys have dumb bitches m- my dumb bitch of the week is actually really relevant to what you mm. just said so what happened to me today was that a picture of me got posted on the Tomtown subreddit which is like I guess like famously I I do listen to Trump Town, the problematic, ironic podcast. And I posted just like a picture of myself on Instagram where I'm wearing headphones and I said the five hundred days of summer scene, except for that I recognize that a man is listening to Trump Town. Like it was just a stupid fucking joke. Yeah. And I had a tweet that popped off today, so I just got, like, a lot more people followed me and, like, saw my account than than usual, and I guess some guy saw my tweet, went to my Twitter, went to the link in my Instagram profile in my bio, and then, like, lurked a bunch of my pictures, and then noticed that one of them had a caption about Town. And then was so angry that a woman could listen to his beloved podcast that he screenshotted it and posted it in the Tumtown subreddit. So um, I got a lot of really interesting replies to that. And I want to say, like, for a part of the internet that's supposed to be famously mean, like... It might have hurt my feelings if it was, like, my first day on the internet or something. Mm. But I was like, man, people have said way worse things to me on, like, I don't know, fucking, like, forums about, like, like... beauty youtubers and stuff like i don't i don't know this is the this Tati is a Westbrook forum yeah wow. literally <laughs> so people, interesting. people have said worse shit to me in the comments of like trying to buy a bike on canadiantire.com <laughs> like <laughs> so people were saying so the first comment was uh what the fuck is with all these females name dropping come town did word just get out to la that they're making 50k a month so I want to say again, that's a compliment. This person thinks that I'm so hot that I obviously live in LA when I live in, you know, a mid-sized city in Canada. So thank you. Somebody said she once messaged me to tell me that my Twitter display name was funny. Therefore, I have fucked her. I want to say yeah. that that person that I told their Twitter name is funny bought a dumb bitch media t-shirt. So, I mean, I guess uh, they really owned me when they gave me $25 for a piece of my podcast merch. Yeah, you were fucking Um, wasted. Somebody said, I want her to fist me with her feet. Shoes on. Edit. I want her to spread her legs on a bed. Foot fist me on the floor. Shoes on with one foot while my clone gets the other foot and a third clone is also on the floor and he rubs her clit with his nose and eventually asphyxiates. 
And then somebody said, Amber Lee Frost has to step up. Look at those dip-sucking lips. That's a big compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. And then somebody said, has hairy armpits. What a disgusting fucking pig. Ooh. I shave my armpits now for the record, but I'm still, I'm just like a hairless fucking disgusting pig now. Let me see what else we got. Someone said, uh, wokeness is running its course as being trendy soon. Ironic bigotry will be what's cool and we will all have harems of art hoes. Hmm. Somebody said, as if these hoes know that they should hate themselves. Like, okay, women invented hating themselves, dumbasses. Misogynists stay like fucking eons behind <laughs> uh somebody said i'm sure she's having a great time with the multi-page cross-referencing required to get through infinite jest because my profile picture on twitter is me reading quote-unquote reading infinite jest but like so they admitted it's unreadable it's a bit yeah, yeah. uh somebody said the conservative dress and shitty arm tattoo combo is still alive and kicking jesus fucking christ i didn't know that was a thing um and then somebody said the official uniform of single motherhood (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of funny (laughs) i don't think that it's true though no it doesn't make sense no i think that those are both like not really things those are things no yeah you weren't wearing an east coast lifestyle hoodie Shirts. Have you ever seen a Grease Coast lifestyle hoodie? Ew. No. The anchor is upside down and it says Grease Coast lifestyle. Fuck sake. That's, that's me. Uh, so then the original poster said, uh, just found this random bitch on Twitter. This guy Ooh. likes women. Just found this random bitch on Twitter and went to her profile, found her IG linked. She's moderately attractive. I was strolling through and I found this pic. Describes herself as a contrarian slut and has a podcast called Dumb Bitch Media. Very strange and ultimately a waste of time. On a side note, the woke women who describe themselves as sluts and bitches is also very strange. It's like she's acknowledging that her only worth is her looks. Then someone said, this is the type of bitch to pretend to have hobbies. Then somebody said, there are- <laughs> That's so funny, you would never have a hobby. I literally have a joke about my ex-boyfriend saying that women don't have hobbies. <laughs> it's a hot- I thought it was a hot take, but apparently it's like- just pretty like standard uh, lukewarm in the manosphere yeah. yeah somebody said uh there are pics from 2017 where she is gorgeous thank you sir good year for everybody <laughs> really 2017 but just like almost all the fucked up instagram girls they have to continue to do bizarre surgeries for fillers <laughs> or just heavy makeup slur insert the slur yourself so yeah i fucked her back and it also have continued to fuck her you're <laughs> all just admitting that they think you're hot i know like, none you of said you had bizarre surgery you didn't say you weren't hot now just i know you were also hot then and yeah. also it's really funny because i'm like thank you for implying that i've had bizarre surgeries like i definitely can't afford that just looked like this somebody said Check out the one with the cleared glasses. They're referring to specifically, like, specific Instagram posts from 2017. Now, this is not weird. I was wondering. Uh, Somebody said, check out the one with the cleared glasses. Holy Christ. And then somebody said, great work, detective. Glad you're on the case. Like, this is, like, QAnon-level shit, right? Like, they're going to be, like, analyzing your Instagram captions. It's like, what does it fucking mean? Like, Mm -hmm. she's talking about me. Like, it's a code. Men are trash. Also, I only have sets for money, which is, like, what? Calling yourself a slut or a bitch is counterculture feminism. It's making a comeback. 
just like kind of how the word the f word is making a comeback now that gay people have completely 100% equal rights <laughs> women had equal rights why would you all be so mad that I listened to a podcast that you like um, somebody said, imagine being a whole and having less than 100,000 Instagram followers. Feminism is when uh, you let your wife listen to whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole uh, one kills me because it's like they're admitting that you should have more followers. Yeah, mm. they're thank you for, again, I live in LA. They're like, wow, imagine um, being that hot and not having mm-hmm. 100,000 followers. Yeah. So far, it's like, I live in LA. I'm so hot that I've obviously had surgery. You were hot and I three sh- years ago, and you're still hot now. I should have mm-hmm. 100K Instagram followers. And I would like to say, imagine being a whole. It's like, excuse me, sir, I'm actually three holes. But wow. uh, somebody said, you'd probably love her podcast. Thank you. Know your worth. Don't <laughs> disrespect my girlfriend on this platform. Thank you. This is such loser behavior. LMAO, fucking Christ, you guys are full-on virgins. Ev is cool. I feel like that person probably knows me. Hmm. Uh, I'm fucking rigid right now, yo. <laughs> <laughs> rigid. Someone get her a ticket to the Ottawa show. She's local. Don't fucking come near me. We're not going to the Ottawa show. Uh, y'all, y'all scared her off. Looked at this moron with her color tattoos. I'm not reading the replies she says as she reports all the comments that cause her narcissistic injury i wasn't reading the replies and then people started telling me they weren't really that bad so i was like mm-hmm. okay honestly like i wasn't reading the replies but like guys like do better if i can read the replies without feeling bad about myself like clearly you're not doing unironic misogyny hard enough (laughs) this is a great future to live in as a woman i mean speaking as an ally of Mm -hmm. women as a liker of women uh love them it's it's terrific to have like an online presence and then it's like you post like oh you know going to the library to like read Mm -hmm. a book and then you instantly get 16 replies about how like you're a stupid bitch like pretty good <laughs> I like that. I think it's really funny that they think I'm woke. Like these are the yeah. only people that would accuse me. They don't. That, even, they don't know. And they're like, oh, woman woke. I. The funniest part was like I got so many Instagram followers from this today. So it, so it's like, oh, you guys are like pretty angry that like you have a boner. Well, it's yeah. like think about it. There was like fifty replies, but like some of them were repeats. But think about how many people are on that subreddit, right? Oh my yeah. god. Like the ratio is not in favor of the person and i got more than 50 instagram followers from it so i feel like actually come town subreddit got ratioed i'm hot yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like this this as a man i think i can speak to this this reminds Mm -hmm. me of the first time i got a boner in public it was Mm -hmm. at the value village um and i saw this book by pamela anderson and i was Mm -hmm. just like i don't understand what's happening in my body right now Mm -hmm. so every time i pass a value village i'm like I want to go there for some reason, but I'm also very hesitant about it. I don't really like it. So that mm-hmm. I feel like that's happening with your Instagram followers yeah. right now. They're so just confused. Yeah. It's like I've said it before on this podcast. Like if people don't know what to insult me about, like basically like I just got accused of being a woman who listened to a podcast. Like they didn't really, they didn't call me fat. They didn't call me ugly. They didn't call me stupid. They didn't call me not funny. And it's like... So, yeah. you're yeah. just out of, you're out of, like, the obvious say. critiques. Yeah. yeah. You can't be cool. canceled. You'll never be canceled. 
Haters are fans too, too spicy baby. Too to live, too canceled to die. That's true. Yeah. All right, should we lean into? Do you have a Oh, you have a dumb week? bitch of the week. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, yeah, I have a dumb bitch of the week. Mm-hmm. So uh, my good friend Riley, shouts to you, um, shared uh, some incredible messages with me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do have uh, some privilege. I don't get creepy DMs all the time. Mm-hmm. But nice. yeah, they shared with me this incredible message from this guy named Corey. Um, who has this incredible profile photo of him in a black toque and a goatee mm-hmm. looking at the camera like, oh, did you just notice that I'm jacking off in public? <laughs> so December 6th, 4.34 p.m., you must get messages from ladies really wanting you. Mm-hmm. And then three hours later, he was still jacking off. And then he messaged, <laughs> those eyes, I'm sure you get so much pussy. Oh, God. Is this on Facebook? It's a Facebook DM. So you have... Facebook DMs are so depraved. So from my understanding, you like, if you message someone who's not your friend, like, it shows up in, like, this, like, other tab, like, yeah. message requests There's or like something. There's, like, a thing on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. that's a powerful energy. You're, like, you know, this person might not see this message for a few months until they, like, check this tab, but I just want to let them know that I am masturbating right now. So congrats, Corey. You fucked up. No. I think that that's, like, a really good character, like, gay guy that hits on other guys by telling him how much pussy they must get. Oh, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. But, like, but it's a really sad energy the yeah. whole time. It's like, man, you're fucking ripped. I can tell you've been going to the gym. Probably getting a lot of pussy. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not. I'm not. And it's like, yeah. respect. Like, you must be. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Don't. Come on. Don't lie to me, man. Your eyes are fucking beautiful. <laughs> I can tell that you're getting so much pussy. <laughs> Woo! That's so funny. It's right. like, That's been like, I would eat someone's pussy to taste your dick energy. It's like, you probably didn't hear my text because your face was buried in those big naturals. <laughs> Hope he sees this, Kang. Oh my god. <laughs> Should we do some tweets of the week? Yeah, you start. I'm going first? Yeah. Alrighty. So my tweet of the week is from user 20251205018 at Duskalls. Okay. I hate behavior. If you act like anything, unfollow me. (laughs) (laughs) That's really... uh... How does your brain even make that tweet? That's what I don't understand. It's yeah. so funny to me because it mm-hmm. just like distills. It just distills like that really common type of tweet that's like, if you do this thing, unfollow it's, me. But it's just like base words. Like, I don't know. That's just so funny to it's me. It's just like extremely meta. Yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. It's so yeah. Meta. yeah. So that's what's up. That's really funny. All right. Evan, do Great. you have tweet of the week? Uh, I do have a tweet of the week. So this is from my uh, co-host, Laura. Uh, You can follow her at underscore Saturn Return. Um, And she tweeted, always a curvy bridesmaid, never a curvy bride. (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) (laughs) You can't become a curvy wife, I guess, if you are never a curvy fiance. Mm. (laughs) 27 curvy dresses. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, oh. I like that. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Ev, do you have a tweet of the week? I do. My tweet of the week is by Chatroom Girl. Love. Wow. At King Chatroom Girl. He's very, very funny. 
and he says New Yorkers really think that they've nailed intersectionality because they're hot and rich at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That is that is really funny. That. Uh yeah, to to exist on just so many axes. <laughs> um I hate to bring this up, but speaking of New York, I was just checking Reddit mm-hmm. and we got accused of being in the Brooklyn Socialite Club. Ooh. People keep accusing people like like keep it up. Keep accusing me of being from way quote unquote cooler places that I'm yeah. from, even though I will say there is nowhere fucking cooler than Western Newfoundland. Fuck everybody, yeah, okay. Do you remember when I was fighting with people online and somebody was like, I can see that you're posting this from Cornerbrook, Newfoundland, <laughs> population less than 20,000. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm beefing you from my grandma's funeral. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, literally. It's like, bro, I was live, I was live tweeting my uncle's funeral in Glencoe Mills, Nova Scotia. Yeah. Fuck off. Mother's funeral two Energy. years ago. All my cousins called me Sergeant Pepper because my mom picked my outfit because I flew from Alberta. <laughs> they didn't have my clothes with me. It's <laughs> amazing. That's like, so you were like the opposite of what is normally like being the cousin who's like having your like glamorous return from the big city well, when you've actually like worn like appropriate funeral clothing and your entire like family thinks that you think that you're better than them because they all just showed up wearing like shorts to do jackets. Yeah, because you went, you, you went to school and you didn't die in a preventable ATV accident. Yeah. <laughs> just jealous because i'm the hottest cousin so it's like i get it like everybody needs their moment you can have my grandmother's funeral that's fine if you don't want to fuck any of your cousins you look around you don't want to fuck any of your cousins you're the hot cousin that's true always remember that all right guys on that um, note thank you so much evan for coming (laughs) on to the podcast i hope you had a good time uh it was my pleasure uh this was a lot of fun i really liked it do you want to plug anything Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm the co-host of a socialist movie podcast, Kino mm-hmm. Lefter. Mm-hmm. You can uh, start subscribing today uh, mm-hmm. if you like this show. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had Bryn from Beep Beep Lettuce on. Yeah. Uh, we've had Do Not Eat on. He's a popular uh, socialist YouTuber. And we just had Andrew from Dog Island uh, nice. coming through. Sweet. So if you like Canadian content, we've got it. We've got a Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. If you subscribe to that, you start getting our bonus episodes. Woo. Um, we are going to have the Kino Lefter Femmes Caucus having an mm. episode soon where they watch both Sex and the City movies back to back. Nice. So good content incoming and uh, you can get that today. I thought you guys only did new releases. So we do new releases on the mm. main page and then uh, our Patreon episodes are like older whatever. movies okay. or like shit we're just kind of interested in. So cool. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, yeah, we'll be doing, a, doing a, another crossover at some point, hopefully. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would be really worried about watching a movie in theater and then being expected to remember it without being able to like take notes. If you want to watch like an older movie, we can do like a premium episode about it or something like that. Honestly, mm-hmm. if there's like something you want to talk about, come mm-hmm. on the show. If it's movie related, we're gonna fucking make it work because nice. okay. Canadian podcast solidarity. True. There you go. Can this like we're meeting CanCon really so hard right now? This is honestly. intense. Yeah. yeah. CBC's mm-hmm. canceled, yeah. honey. <laughs> oh, honey. All right. 
Uh, thank you guys so much. Reminder, um, if you like this podcast, subscribe, review us on iTunes, give us five stars. And don't post us on Reddit. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, please keep me off Reddit. And also subscribe to our Patreon. We do post bonus episodes. All right. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch.